This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today or just like to talk to us, please feel free to give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on the website, if you click on our radio page, you'll be able to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All of our archive shows are on there. Lots of great topics that you might want to look through. Now, listeners, more than ever before, I've been talking with my clients and prospects a lot about wanting to retire early. And typically, these clients and prospects are in their late 50s and early 60s. You know, especially as a result of COVID, many people just want to leave the workforce. But here's a dose of reality. While early retirement may seem like a dream, there are plenty of things that nobody tells you about. So on our show today, we're going to take a comprehensive look at early retirement and highlight some of the reasons why you may not want to rush into that post-work life, including both financial and personal reasons. Now, I'd like to bring in my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, to help us talk about this topic today. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nick, for having me on the show today. And I'm excited about this one because, you know, I hear this a lot. Oh, I'm thinking about retiring. My brother-in-law is in his 50s and wants to retire. So, uh, but he has a pension, so that helps. But um, there are things that uh, I think maybe he's not considering. Um, He lives out in uh, Washington, D.C. area and works for the government. So, uh, but there are things that uh, people need to consider if they want to retire early. And uh, we're not saying they can't, right? Definitely not. I mean, but just takes a lot of planning and really more than anything, Tony, just making sure that you understand what those challenges could be if you retire early. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But, you know, to answer your question, I've been good. Thanks for having me on the show. And Nick, uh, you're busy this time of year, aren't this you? This is a great time of year. Uh, things are starting to cool down a little bit. So uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's been fun uh, being able to meet with clients. Kids are back in school. So we got that, uh, yeah. got that taken care of so far. Got that going for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Okay. So, um, you know, a lot of us sit there and dream, though, about retiring early, right? Sitting on a beach with a good book. It, it got me daydreaming a little. I drifted off for a minute when you started talking about early retirement. But uh, we all like to uh, dream about that. Uh, but, uh, where do we go? Where do you want to start? Sure thing. So Tony, the first main thing that everybody needs to be aware of when they decide to retire early is the just crazy cost of healthcare and how expensive it is. And I realize that most people that are listening are saying, yeah, I get it. Healthcare is extremely expensive. But the thing is, as we age, healthcare gets even more and more pricey. And those numbers can often take your breath away. And when you're trying to plan, to retire before the age of 65, which is that, you know, Medicare perfect age that the IRS and the government has come up with, you have to figure out how you're going to cover that cost. And so 
some of some of the clients that we talk to are just blown away by how much money it actually is going to cost to provide them with some simple health care. Uh, now, coverages, I should say, if they're not working. Now, current right. current law, Tony, does dictate, you know, how much health insurance um, is going to cost and how much it can't exceed uh, your income. And that's typically right around about eight to nine percent of your overall income. But that's still going to be a pretty big sticker shock for most people because, you know, if you have like a normal household income of, say, $50,000, a mid-level health care plan is going to run you somewhere around $4,000 a year. And if you're not planning for that wow. cost, where's it going to come from, right? Right, right, right. That's huge. And and when I think about, you know, people I know, family and friends, uh, some of them have decided against early retirement because of health care costs, or maybe they or their wives, and my neighbor is like this and good friend, Tom, um, he couldn't, he wanted to retire, but his wife is a lot younger than him. And he was 65, but she was much younger and he had a great healthcare plan through his work. And he, they did the numbers and tried to figure out how it would work. And he had to stay working just to keep her on that, just because of healthcare cost base. Totally, Tony, you know, and in my experience, when discussing early retirement with, with most of our clients and prospects, the cost of healthcare is often what makes us, you know, mutually agree that early retirement probably just isn't the best move. Um, you know, because you should note that early retirement may push you to begin eating up some of that nest egg that you've saved earlier than you probably should. And if you head into retirement before you're 59 and a half, you may get dinged with many penalties from the IRS, like a 10% early withdrawal penalty from any of the traditional 401k and IRA accounts that you've saved and worked so hard to, to save. And so, you know, while some of some of the uh, these options uh, for accessing uh, some of this money in your IRAs are available, say the rule of 52 and 72 T calculations, it is complicated and you should only, you know, attempt to do that if you're talking with a financial services professional for sure. Yeah, well, oh, definitely. And that's uh, that's the other thing. All these retirement accounts are tax deferred and the law is you have to wait until you're 59 and a half. And if you take the money out early for most purposes, they're going to hit you with not only the tax on that, but a 10% penalty. And so that's one more big reason why you might not want to retire early, especially before age 60, uh, age 60. That's for sure. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, but uh, talking about that, taxes are also something we need to be aware of when we're thinking about early retirement, right? Oh, for sure. And, you know, Tony, un unless you have a Roth IRA, which is funded with after-tax money, you're going to owe income taxes on the money that you withdraw, you know, from those traditional accounts that you funded with those pre-tax dollars during your working years. And so, you know, l let's say just for a comparison that you're going to withdraw uh, $20,000 this year from your IRA. And let's say you do that before you're 59 and a half and you're in the 15% federal tax bracket. Well, just by the numbers there, you're going to owe somewhere around $5,000 in taxes. And so a $20,000 withdrawal is only going to net you about $15,000. Big difference in the numbers. Well, yeah, Nick, that's huge. I mean, speaking uh, for myself, the idea of losing that much money to taxes and penalties is that's all the inspiration I need to get it right and leave it where it's at until I can safely withdraw it, right? Definitely, definitely. And Tony, you know, early retirement also means that you may lose out on some of some very, very important, you know, financial concepts like 
compound interest, right? And so when you're saving as much as possible for retirement, time itself is your biggest ally. And so let me give you an yeah. example here, Tony. Okay. So if you save, say, $250 a month or $3,000 a year between the ages of 25 and 55, you'll have roughly $240,000 when you retire, assuming you don't take any withdrawals and assuming that you get an average rate of return of about 6%. And so mm. that's great. I mean, that that's a healthy return. You've put $90,000 in and it's grown to about $240,000. Now, wow. now, Tony, let's say that you work another 10 years until you're 65 and you continue to save that $250 a month. In this case, that $240,000 is going to turn into $465,000. Wow. And, you know, a lot of people go, well, that's not correct, Nick. I mean, how, how could that money double in, in a mere 10 years? And, you know, the answer to that is while you're only putting an additional $30,000 in in those contributions, the real answer is the additional decade of interest that you earn. And not only, uh, you know, and earn that not only on the principal, but the interest that's already been compounding in your account for 40 years. So you're, you, you're earning interest on the interest. Exactly. The longer that and you hold it there, the more quickly it's going to grow, right? Yeah, exactly. And I always smile when we start talking about compounding interest because, and you give a hard example like that, because I love it. Compounding interest is, uh, it's one of the, it's the eighth wonder of the world, they say, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, I love compounding interest. It's uh, how we make a lot of money. Now, it's also how we can owe a lot of money if we have high interest credit <laughs> exactly. cards and things. It works both directions yeah. here, right? <laughs> yeah, it works both ways. So, you know, we should probably, um, you know, uh, I, I think that's really important. So what's next? Yeah. So the other thing that, need to, that we need to think about is when you consider early retirement, you're also going to want to be prepared for a retirement that's going to last a very long time. Okay. So a woman today who retires at the age of 55 is going to need her savings to last almost 30 years on average. Okay, based on life expectancy. And a man who retires at 55 is going to need his savings to last at least 25 years based on normal life expectancy. And so that's a long time to be retired. That's almost as long as you've worked when you're working, right? And so you just need to really consider and think about that and what it's going to really cost you along the way to retire. Yeah, that's if they retire early. You know, you got to think about that 25, 30 years. If the average male retires at 65, the average is more uh, closer to 20. But nowadays, a lot of people are living longer and longer. Look at my grandfather. He's 101. Still going. That's amazing. I actually yeah. met with a client earlier this week. Her mom's 104. 104. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it happens. Well, hey, let's take a break. But before we do, Nick, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. I know you have a special offer for them. Sure thing. Well, Tony, you know, this topic, I don't want to scare people and say that they can't retire when they want to early. I want them to understand that there are some challenges and I'm happy to sit down and talk with them about those. And they can do that with us in a couple of different ways. They can just give us a call at 541-773-9567 or they can go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com and uh, request that meeting that way. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. 
While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, an easy way to determine where you should have your retirement assets allocated is to use the color system for your money. We created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money, which is located inside our retirement income toolkit. Download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call us at 541-773-9567. Well, welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones with Jones & Associates. Listeners, as always, if you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, you can go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com and request uh, some information on our page. You can also look at all of our past shows on the radio page there, or you can simply just reach out to us by phone here in Medford at 541-773-9567. Now, listeners, on our episode today, we've been looking at some of the potential consequences of retiring early. And not to say that you can't retire early, but we need to think through this. And so the idea of leaving work as soon as possible may be appealing for some people, but the reality is that may not be a great fit for everyone. So let's talk about that more. Well, yeah, and it's been a great conversation so far. During that first segment, you were talking about, hey, healthcare is expensive. You have to have the timing right, uh, Medicare. And uh, you talked a little bit about the fallout of tapping into that nest egg too soon, the loss of compounding interest, uh, the 59 and a half rule, and the fact that, uh, you know, your retirement can last a long time. You kind of ended our last segment talking about that. So what do you have for us next? Sure thing, Tony. So the next thing that I wanted to discuss is the fact that you're likely going to probably spend a lot more than you expect in retirement. Okay. And so typically during retirement, uh, you're going to be expected to spend around 80% of what you spent while you were working. Now, among other things, this is because you'll no longer be putting money into your retirement accounts or commuting as much or paying social security payroll taxes, even if you're no longer earning income. But if you retire early, things may get murkier, right? Because if you retire at a relatively young age, you're going to be healthier, you're going to be more energetic, and that means that you're going to probably want to travel more frequently and pick up some new hobbies. All of those things cost money. And so we talk about income replacement rates, and that kind of magic number to consider is somewhere around 80% of the income that you had before. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing when it comes to retirement planning and figuring out if you're going to have enough money, if you retire early, uh, let's not forget about inflation. I know it's hard to forget about right now <laughs> because it's been running at about 9% this past year. But hey, if that spikes during your retirement, um, you know, uh, that could be a problem. It's going to take a bite out of your a nest egg, huge, isn't it? Huge Nick? problem, Tony. I mean, spikes in inflation, yeah. you know, are just a great reminder that today's economic conditions are in no way a precursor to the kind of conditions that you're going to be looking at, you know, five or 10 years down the road. And, you know, right. if, if you're strongly considering early retirement, you need to give some significant thought to what your, ha your, your housing situation will be, for instance. Um, while retiring without a mortgage is a goal for many of, of the people that I sit down and talk to, you know, um, 
only about 44% of retired homeowners between the ages of 60 and 70 still had a mortgage. So that's almost half still that do, right? And at the same time, Tony, even if you've managed to get out of, uh, you know, your mortgage before you retire, you're still going to have plenty of housing costs in the years ahead. And, you know, things like maintenance and property taxes and insurance are all expenses that you're going to need to adequately address when working on your strategy with your financial services professional. And so, uh, Tony, a commonly held kind of rule of thumb for homeowners is to set aside 1% of their home's purchase price every year to cover repairs and replacement. And so if you have a house that's worth $350,000, you are going to need about $3,500 a year just to cover things like repairs and replacement costs. Right. And, you know, living is a big part of uh, retirement planning. I mean, uh, a lot of, I know you deal with this with a lot of folks you talk to who are planning for retirement, but many of them want to downsize. Some don't, but that's something you have to look at, especially if you're retiring early is, you know, how much equity do you have in your home? Do you need that big of a home? Where are you going to live? And right now with housing prices crazy, that's something you have to consider. Uh, I think that's important. Now, also on previous shows, Uh, Let's talk about this. We have to broach this. This is probably a bad topic for some, but uh, the idea of getting a part-time job during retirement, doing something you enjoy. Uh, People are like, wait, I retire so I don't have to work. Yeah, why am I having to go back to work? But you know, Tony, um, I am a big believer that working a little bit during retirement is a healthy thing, as long as it's something that you're going to enjoy. Because to me, the value of a part-time job is just Uh, as much about the social aspects as it is about the finances. Okay. Um, That little extra income um, isn't always easy to find, you know, and the interesting thing here is that many studies have have stated and said that about 75% of workers said that they plan to work during retirement when they were going to retire, but only about 25% of retired respondents were actually doing so. So that's a huge disconnect, right? And in my experience, many retirees don't end up working due to the large number of employers that require them to commit to a fixed schedule. I mean, obviously a fixed schedule is going to be unappealing to a lot of retirees who have spent years anticipating just having the freedom that comes with retirement. And so in my opinion, it's important to work with somebody like myself, a financial services professional who can help uh, you paint a picture of your ideal retirement right? And who can also um, then get, get get to work helping you finding out that retirement income that's the piece beyond social security uh, and make your retirement a reality without having to work. There you go. And, and it's all about the planning. And so, Nick, I'm firmly in the camp that says your financial strategy and eventual retirement are just too important to figure out all on your own. It just makes sense to rely on someone like yourself, a financial services professional, because you have that experience. Well, totally correct, Tony. And now also, you know, as you consider early retirement, you need to be sure to remember that retirement is going to leave you with a lot more time on your hands, which is a big thing that we talk with clients about. And so, you know, your typical work week was probably around 40 hours, right? Minimum. And that means that now you're going to have 40 hours to fill with what? something, right? I mean, boredom, loneliness, isolation, and overspending are also honestly real dangers here. And so before you retire, um, make sure that you have uh, sat down and made a list of how you're going to spend your time. Interestingly enough, I sat down with a client today who is freshly retired just for about the last three months. 
And she was telling me that she was just kind of feeling off and feeling a little depressed. And she realized the reason why is because this time of year she worked in a school and this is when the kids go back. This is when the teachers have to organize things. And so she started kind of missing this time of year and what she was traditionally used to doing. Um, What are some of the key questions uh, that need to be answered before we retire early? You had a list of questions you wanted to throw out there. Uh, that people need to be asking themselves, right? Sure, sure thing. So the top questions are things like, can I afford to stop working? And will I need to, to have a part-time job if I retire, right? And how will I get health insurance and what's it going to cost me? Also, things like, how will I fill my time? And uh, are my, my spouse and I in agreement with our plan and what we're trying to accomplish? Those are all things that are very, very important, Tony. Yeah, I only know for sure the answer to one of those questions. How will I fill my time? And that's just hanging out with my buddy, Nick Jones. <laughs> I mean, that's, even if you keep working uh, for many years, I'll just be there next to you. I'm, figuring, I'm figuring that's going to happen. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, hey, we need to take a quick break here really quick. Give our listeners that phone number and web address again so they can get a hold of you and set up that uh, no charge consultation. Sure thing. JonesFinancialTalk.com, or you can reach out to us at 541-773-9567. All right. That's JonesFinancialTalk.com. Check it out and stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk after this. Are you apprehensive about what to do with your assets? Maybe you're exposing your assets to more or less risk than you're comfortable with. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions would be happy to help you figure this out. The Color of Money Risk Analysis assesses your financial picture to provide a Color of Money score that may help you bring your retirement into clearer focus. Take the Color of Money Risk Analysis at our website, jonesfinancialtalk.com, to determine what your risk tolerance is today. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Nick Jones. And Nick, great show today. You've been talking about why you might not want to rush into early retirement and just some things people need to consider before retiring early. What do you have for us next? Well, yeah, Tony, I'd like to continue today's retirement theme by looking a little closer at the concept of returning to work after you retire. And earlier in the show, we noted that from a financial, uh, all the financial and health benefits of working part-time after you leave your career. But let's broaden that a little bit and discuss some of the reasons why retirees return to workforce the workforce on a full-time basis. So interestingly, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic pushed many older folks into retirement. But now inflation and other life events and the market's decline are pushing them right back to work. And so while many uh, of the people that I work with have no expectation that they'll ever have to go back to work, the reality is that there are some common reasons why they end up adjusting those expectations along the way. Sure. And I'm sure the idea of being forced back to work by things out of somebody's control has a lot of our listeners sitting at attention. And I know the majority of your clients are in a good situation because they have a plan in place and don't necessarily need to worry about that. But a lot of people, you know, if they don't have a lot of money saved up and had to retire early or wanted to retire early, uh, they might be forced back to work. And uh, that's not necessarily something they were looking forward to, right? Well, exactly. And, you know, we talked a little bit about this earlier in the show, but the first main reason why folks are leaving full retirement and returning to work is inflation. 
And, you know, uh, uh, yes. I mean, inflation is running at about an all-time high of 9 to 10%, which means the average retiree's spending power isn't what it was a year ago. In fact, you know, as of April, food prices had surged almost 12% year over year. And obviously inflation is rough uh, for everyone, but it's particularly challenging for retirees on a fixed income. And so let me just use an example here, Tony. A mere 1% of inflation over two decades based on $1,300 of monthly income will lead to $35,000 reduction in buying power. Okay. And expanding on that, if you use the same parameters and then apply our current 9% inflation rate, you're talking about a shortfall that rises to a truly staggering $400,000 in extra money that somebody would need to live. Yeah. Yeah. And given that inflation has been a, a pretty serious issue here, uh, well, it hasn't been a serious issue since the early 80s, but it's been a really serious issue this year. I mean, the last 12 months have really given people a lot to think about, uh, especially how menacing high inflation can be and how it can impact our lives. Oh, for sure. And, you know, obviously this next topic is something that Unfortunately, we're talking a lot about this year and that stock market volatility. Um, <laughs> sure. th that's another uh, real reason why some retirees are currently returning to the workforce. You know, during the heart of the pandemic, the market was extremely healthy. I mean, um, you know, some people uh, were so flush, uh, you know, that they um, had nice chunks of money in stocks, bonds and other asset classes. And many retirement ac uh, accounts hit all time highs. Right. Um, yeah. But things have changed this year, right? And so since yeah. the early days of this year, we've seen a combination of market volatility, increasing interest rates, and rising inflation. And this combination has led to many of those 401k balances heading south, um, which has scared some retirees back into the workforce. Yeah. And that's something I think we can end on this one here because this is a biggie uh, but that's why your your clients, uh, you have things like buffered index portfolios and other options. So not all their money is at risk necessarily. It depends on the person and their situation. Uh, or they have a time factor where they can leave it in there and write it out. They have other sources of income if they need that income in retirement. So it's key to work with somebody like yourself. Before we go, let our listeners know one more time how they can set up that complimentary consultation. Sure thing, Tony. And I always tell people, uh, I'm no better at, at, at finding some solutions than they are. It's just that I do this every single day. And so, you know, those solutions right. come right to our forefront that we need to consider and talk about. So if you're interested in talking about any of those ideas, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.